Yo. Hi. We got Sam, Ryan, and Bass. Yes, sir. Gentlemen. Hello. And Ryan, before we got started, we were hooking up, as they say in the business. You, it sounded like you were going through your VHS tapes. Yeah, I was. We were still we're in the process. I, you know, like we still have some bins that we haven't gone through since the move, and I just hooked up the VHS uh, <laughs> player and VCR. I mean, and uh, I, I, everything. It's like vinyl. Everything. Everything looks better on VHS. <laughs> That's been said by it's, nobody. It's a, it's a warmer picture. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a rich picture. It's how it was meant to be seen. Um, I don't know, man. But yeah, that that real that that tape, man. It's just so warm, and it just looks so yeah. much better than than high quality Blu-ray. <laughs> it's just so warm, man. The warmness of it. You know, that's the thing about when people make that vinyl argument. Like everything sounds better on vinyl. I'm not. I don't disagree. That might be the case. I just don't want to go through the process of putting the needle on the record and like I, it's just not worth it to me. I don't even think I you know, know how band? to do that. I don't even think I know where to put the needle. Like I don't know where to start it. You put it on the record. I know, but oh, there he is. See, king, king vinyl. You put it right on the record, right, right on the first, the first gash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first gash. It's a groove. I even know that. It's the a first groove. Gash. The first gash. <laughs> right, that's all the needles you used to put it in your arm. The only way to listen to the arcade fire is on vinyl. Actually, bass. That was good, but I've never put a needle in my arm. But I, but I a for effort. That was that was good. You're on the. I can tell you're on the right track tonight. I got a decent nap in today. Bass, how dare you think Ryan would do something like that? How dare I? A heads up guy like Ryan back in the day. That is, I think <laughs> I think I think needles though is one place that. That that's a new level, right, Ryan? Like pills oh, yeah. and, and snorting. That means, yeah, I mean, when, when you do the needle in the arm, like I mean, you're that's the final. You don't really ever hear a whole lot of like yeah. success stories on that. <laughs> like I start, I started heroin and things worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I know a pharmacist, and she said that they're told to sell syringes to these people. Because if they don't sell them clean syringes, that they're going to share syringes. So well, that's the thing. They're going to do it. They're they're going to do it one way or another. Yeah. So it makes sense to give them. Yeah, to stop the spread of disease. And but it's funny because I guess there's a certain gauge of needle that they need because it it uh, it gets into the vein quicker. So all mm-hmm. the they all want this certain gauge of needle, and it's not like you know, it's not like they're diabetic or something like that. Like it's so obvious they're coming in there to do right. heroin or whatever else. Well, yeah, so- I mean, you could probably tell by the way they look, and then when they all ask for the heroin gauge, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 they're, and, and, and they're always out of that gauge. So wait, any, anybody could go into a pharmacy and buy a syringe. Yeah, you, you legally could. They have to sell them to you, and they know that you're buying them to do drugs. But like I said, if they don't sell you clean needles, then these people are going to well, share needles. Well, let me, and let me ask you this: Who else would go in and buy a syringe then, besides somebody shooting heroin? Well, people with prescriptions and, and people who are like diabetic. Like most people would have a real reason to buy syringes. Because uh, they're like diabetic. When I was growing up. When I was growing up, our, our dog, when I was a little kid, was diabetic, and she got two insulin shots a day, and my, like, my family had to go in and buy syringes. Well, maybe, maybe you should have a card or something. If you, if you, if you have a medical, medical need for a syringe, you get issued a card. And- well, Sam, but that's my point. Is I'm saying it's kind of crazy that they're told that they have to sell them to these people. But it's like they go in for this certain gauge because all, all, uh, you know, all the heroin users 
they all buy that gauge. So, like, they don't even know. Like, if you really need syringes, you know everything about them. You know the gauge, you know this and that. The people on heroin only know, I need this gauge. And if it's sold out, then they're like, oh, I, yo, uh, let me just get, uh, and then she'll be like, oh, so do you want the, like, let's say it's 18 gauge. Then the next one will be like 16 and then 14. So I blame the pharmacy for being complicit. Sam, did you hear what I said? I, I said, heard exactly what you said, but they, I mean, why should they contribute? Because they make it easier. It's not well, because they want to make sure they want to make sure they kill themselves, not each other. Well, no, it's like they don't want to spread AIDS and everything else. So if, if you at least use your own needle, they're going to do it regardless. That's right. So no matter what, I mean, if not, they're going to start. They're going to just like figure out a way to just cut their their vein open with a knife and just pour it in or something. Or, or they're going to steal them. I mean, dude, Sam, it's on a level that I don't. Okay, that's, that's the, Ryan, that's the same. That's the same philosophy as when somebody says. Well, you know, don't care, or if a parent gives a child who's on drugs money so they don't go rob somebody else, that's the same philosophy. Like, you're defending the enablers. But it's a little bit different because you're not, as a pharmacist, you're not in the position to try to help a family member. If you're a family member... Reality issue, yeah. Yeah, if you're a family member, you, you, you try to help your family, but if you're someone just selling syringes, then if, if they can't get syringes anywhere, then there's going to be a black market for syringes. So it's kind of like... You might as well just sell it to them. Might as well sell the heroin, too. Well, can't go that far. <laughs> what are you saying? But anyways, Ryan, I was bringing up, <laughs> I was bringing up the VHS tapes because I was going to ask you guys, was I the only one annoyed by people who would keep all their CDs in one of those, like, books where you had, like, 12 discs on each Oh, page? I hated that. When you, it, when you would just throw all the cases out? Yeah, and they, would, they had no respect for the cases or the books. Was I the only one who was just completely... I, I feel like no, Ryan... I, I was too. I, I know Sam was, but Ryan, I feel like you'd be pissed off at that also. Uh, I mean, it depends. Did they did they actually throw away like the artwork and, yeah. and yeah. insert? Yeah, right in the garbage and then slide it right into the little slit on the page. I used to, I used to toss that shit out. I knew Bass had one of those books. <laughs> I knew, of I knew course it you did. Album, of course you did. Not only did Bass have one, but he would leave it on the back seat just so anyone could steal it. Open like did that. I, I never did that. Okay. But I definitely have like three of those books, and the CDs are always so scratched up at the end. Yeah, all scratched I, up and disgusting. Yeah. I, those were only. I mean, I based like why did you? Why did you have that? Why did you feel well, because, you have that? Because when I was going someplace, when I was in my car. I wanted all the CDs, and I went like that whole stack of cases. I wanted mm-hmm. a nice, like organized book that you just. Slide it in and out. Okay, so I, I get that, but realistically, and being serious, realistically, are and think like, all right, what am I in the mood for? And like, kind of thumb through the pages. I mean, I feel I, like I, did that. I actually do that quite often. Let's see. Interesting. Cool Modi, Onyx, <laughs> or the puppies. Hmm. Every day he'd have that same dilemma. But there, but there were seventy-eight discs in that stupid book, including <laughs> in utero, which he would never listen to. No, but it was like five different discs of the same one because they all kept getting scratched up and I needed to keep buying another one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, like, you have this before and you only listen to the same five, so why did you need to throw away all of the... You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... <laughs> you didn't need the space. It's not like you were hard up for storage, so, you, you know, you... Yeah, but I, thought I was, but I thought I'd listen to other CDs. I just never really... Yeah, liked. but you never did. Right, so... Yeah, it but, you, but it's one of those things, like, if I'm ever in the mood 
CD. I guess so. It's kind of like it's the like reason I have a bunch like of plastic bags in, uh, in my trunk and paper towel in my trunk. I don't ever use it, <laughs> but I put it there. <laughs> Do you have like a ton of songs in your iTunes that if you were to go through it, you'd probably be like, you know what, I probably don't listen to that song, but I'm going to have it there just in case I'm ever in the mood to hear it? Yes, but in the process of that, I didn't throw away something else. You know, like I didn't... Why well, did you use the, the case and the cover? That's part of the experience, man. The experience is the music. See, mm. Bass had no respect. Like Sam and I, we had a pristine uh, CD case, and we would fight for space in the case. Like, we only had a case that held, like, 96 CDs, so we would fight to put our CDs in that case. And for it made no sense, because we did a, a thing where we would vote on our favorite CDs, and both of us would just pick all of our CDs. So as a tiebreaker, we let our friend Joe also vote. So it really made no sense because <laughs> our case ended up just being all of Joe's favorite CDs that we own. Because obviously Sam's going to pick all his, I'm going to pick all mine, and then Joe would dis- pretty much decide which CDs went in our case. Why didn't we just buy a second case? What? No, I mean, forget that. Why is Joe... Like- both of you agreed to have Joe be the final say on what CDs went in your case. Why? Sam, well, no, I, I, I think it was just the fact that I, I mean, we were just being so stubborn. Like, I voted for every one of my CDs. He voted for every one of his. And the only person that was over was Joe every single day. <laughs> so, by default, he had to be the deciding vote because it was a. And, and when, when, when you break it down. Giggity. When you break it down, it just ends up where he makes the decision. Because it was just basically him picking which CD he's going. Because Sam's going to pick all his, I'm going to pick all mine. So that was pretty dumb when you really think about it, Sam. That it was. We did that. It's even dumber that we didn't spend $6 on another case. <laughs> <laughs> Over all those, all those years. Yeah, really. The time you guys spent like turning to Joe for answers, you could have gone out to buy a case. For sure. <laughs> and what what was wrong with just stacking CDs up next to the case? Like, why yeah. is that? Like, the fact, for some reason, we had the mindset that if CDs were not in the case, that they were like well, losers. Like, you know, it's like a garage. You put your nice car in the garage and leave the beater outside. It's like you put your nice CDs in the case and leave the spin doctors and uh, <laughs> and uh, counting crows outside the case. But I, <laughs> where did the uh, where did which uh, Weird Al CDs made it inside the case? Well, Sam had just the box set, so that would now, just see, lay the, next now, to the base. That's an interesting point because it was always it was always hard with box sets because they didn't neatly fit anywhere. So if, if symmetry was your thing, you were kind of in a bad spot with box sets. Yeah, yeah and that's the point. They're meant to be set out displayed. I mean, those yeah. aren't meant to be squashed in a small space. And I mean, packaging on the box set was half of the, the joy. I think Sam would lay his Weird Al box set on top of the case just so you could see it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was the prime position for that box set. But I think the ones that didn't make the case, we would like throw them in like a a jewel bag and like smash them on the ground. Like we had, we we hated the CDs that didn't make the case. We could have just neatly stacked them on top and it would have been nice. But instead, we would like elbow drop them or like, I just feel like we never were good to those other CDs. They were trying right, like so was, shit. I mean, it was double the embarrassment for them. Like, not only did they make the, they didn't make the cut, <laughs> they then became the water boy on the team. <laughs> it was like, yeah, dude, you 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 double disgraced them. The worst too is when you would have all of the CDs from one artist in the case, except like like I had Dio a CD called Strange Highway, 
that I never listened to once. I only bought it because it was like in a bin for like. God, the case was that bad that Dio Strange Highway made it in the case. No, no, it did not make it in. Oh, okay. So it's just funny because all the other Dio and Black Sabbath CDs were beautifully placed in the case, but that one CD was laying on the outside, never to be listened to, and just you know, it almost probably looked like Bass's collection, just smashed, broken, broken plastic, scratches, melted. Yeah, melted. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see Bass's youth car, like the car he drove around, because you know it had the, all... uh, the, the '93 Hyundai Accent. You know that thing was always dirty. There's no way you had a clean car, right, Bass? Honestly. Well, and I, I shared it with my parents, so it was it was the the dirtiest thing. But I, I trashed that car pretty hard. Did you have like dice on the uh, on the rearview mirror and like vanilla? No, I did not have dice. Oh, okay. And like vanilla. I, had the, I, had the, I, I always had the new car century on the uh, on the rear view mirror. <laughs> it and, never smelled like a new car set, but I liked it. And you would. Who, yeah, those things give you a splitting headache. They did. Like, you're they right. They smell so fake and strong. It, it yeah. Chemi- they're like chemicals or something. The instant you sat in someone's car with that, it was like, ah, migraine. <laughs> Get it out of and here. I, and I always took the plastic off immediately, and you're supposed to do it like. Little by little at a time. Base, you didn't. There's a reason for that. I know, but I, I, I was, it was years before I learned that lesson. Base, did you ever put some of it like when you're like when you were leaking a little bit? Like, did you ever put some on the back of your shorts, hoping to smell? <laughs> no, I did. I did not. I did not Tommy boy it up. If you're asking <laughs> that. <laughs> but you never leaked, and then just put a little bit on the back. <laughs> no, that's why I would just spray the cologne a little extra. Now, were you the guy base who would always spray black magic on your tires and like, you know, to make sure? No, they... I never, I never, I never cared about my car that much. Sam had yeah, a little it was his parents' car. Sam, I mean, had... not gonna... yeah, well, he put in elbow grease on his folks who ride. Sam, believe it or not, had a short <laughs> run as a sports car driver where he had a Trans Am, then he had a Camaro, and he was he was always on his knees with that black magic. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is out of Sam's character today, but it's... it is, yeah, pretty embarrassed. I also was listening to Limp Bizkit at the time, so <laughs> that was a that was a dark era. <laughs> Sam always had a sports car. That, that is weird thinking about it now because now it you is. don't you could care like you your car now gets like ninety seven miles per gallon, right? But see, that's the thing. I mean, some of us, you know, I mean, of course, you're. Not this doesn't apply to you, but a lot of us change when we were sixteen and seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Consider considerably. Um, it is weird that he has those standards. Like, it, if you did it then, it's as good as if you did it today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty high and like it's, it's an impossible standard to sort of live up to. To be honest, well, a- Abel hold you not only to things you did when you were seventeen, but when you were seven as well. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Seven. If you said it then, like if you said, "Oh, blue raspberry is my favorite flavor of big league chew," <laughs> that was definitive forever is, for is the it, rest of is time. Is it like in Superbad when he's like, "Hey, don't shit your pants"? He's like, "Dude, that was in seventh grade." He's like, "People don't forget." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would you forget? I mean, Ryan, if if, if Kevin made some kind of ridiculous statement when he was thirteen about that weird Al Yankovic is, is our, a modern-day genius, then you, you would hold that against him, right? I, no, no. Absolutely not. No. Oh. Hold it against him? <laughs> or use it against God. Him. <laughs> or You're bring sick. it up. Or bring it up when needed. No, never. 
when needed. That's not anything that's ever needed, Abe. You don't need it <laughs> when needed. <laughs> God. <laughs> if you maybe, like, honestly, if you paid attention to newer uh, misdeeds that people do, you might have new ammo. Like, I feel like you you know, that's a good point. You need to, to clear some of that memory, some of that 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 old space of, of you know things Sam said when he was five, <laughs> and maybe like you'll you'll catch him doing something else dumb now. I say I say twenty embarrassing things a day. I, I agree. On those. But here's the thing, guys: when you're an adult, people are hurt a lot more when you say when you bring stuff like that up. So like I I could catch Sam doing tons of things that I could use. But then he'd be he'd be hurt and all this stuff. So I'd rather just say, "Hey, remember when Sam couldn't put the eardrops in his ear or something back when he was 10?" At least then he always has the excuse of being 10. At 34, it's hard for him to defend himself. So I'd rather but give see, him then, that up. Then hold on, but but Abe, at at the same time, that logic right off the bat is flawed because no one cares about what they did at 10. So it's uh, like, Sam does. you're intended to... No, Abe, I really that is Only it. you care, Abe. Only it's you like care, Abe. I really care less. Is to bury Sam or make fun of Sam or embarrass Sam. And he always says, I was 10. <laughs> like, it, what you're doing is not working. Right, you're actually embarrassing yourself. Oh. <laughs> you really are. Most people say, my God, this guy is really stuck in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause you, and, and you really are. I mean, if you think about 75% of what you talk about, it's things. Well, I mean, what have we talked about so far? Weird Al again, RCD <laughs> case. Um, it, it's like thing, everything that happened between the 1988 and 1993 is like right on the tip of your tongue. It's like I was in a coma and I just woke up. <laughs> no, it's like you, it, it is. <laughs> you entered the coma in 93. And always came out for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but everything in between is just gone. <laughs> gone. It's all the drugs, man. The last thing I remember is this Weird Al box set return. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. Is that right? That is funny that all those other years. Well, no, those other years, though. Canon, he'll be fine. He has the mind of a 12-year-old, but besides that, he'll be fine. But see, each each era, there's different things to make fun of different people. It just so happens that the era I like making fun of you in is in that 9 well, to it's not, it's not just me. It, that's, that's pretty much your whole um, uh, point of reference is from that time in life when you were about 11. <laughs> Everything is based on that. <laughs> based on his life everything he does is based on that that's awesome well, it was a good era not really <laughs> that's right because you were the one with the weird old box set so that's why you don't want to remember it I, I was busy well, what were you listening to underground radio I know you were listening to the puppies and uh, soul asylum it's soul asylum <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's let's move on to something current, gentlemen. You'll you'll be excited to hear that I got a number. <laughs> oh God! What does that even mean? <laughs> his name was Lewis, <laughs> and uh, he gave me, he gave me his number. So okay, 
So my roof is is leaking. I have like a hallway that leads into my apartment. And the roof was leaking. So my landlord sent this guy named Lewis into my apartment to fix the hole. And the whole time he was talking to me, he's like, he kept doing that thing, like, how old do you think I am? And you guys ever know? Yeah, he's like, it was weird. And Wait, the guy to come that came to fix your roof asked you, how old do you think I am? He kept saying, yeah. He's like, how old do you think I am? He's like, Oh, he's like, oh, he's like, what do you think? I First, he said, what do you think I am? Then he would take his head off to, like, show me a good look at his full face. God. <laughs> what the fuck? It you turned, have a really fucked up life. It turned, you said I do? You do, man. Honestly, I mean. <laughs> Why? Because I, cause I, I actually engage people in conversation, whereas you. No, but I feel yeah, like. Out I of my face, we, you sloob! I feel like this happens to you a lot. <laughs> Yeah, hey, no, honestly, dude, that would happen to no one else. No one would show up at my house that would ask me, how old do you think I am? Well, no, okay, so, okay, so my shower door also, he had to put, like, caulk in the in, in the door to, like, it was sliding off the thing. So he had to do two assignments that probably would have taken 10 minutes. And he was there forever. He's like, oh, I have to wait for it to dry. To dry. He's like, oh, what do you think I am? He's like, guess, guess. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't want to, like, insult him and say the wrong race because I, I didn't know what he was. So then it turned out he was Spanish and Italian or something like that. And something else, I guess. Yeah. There what is wrong with you and him? What? Did this, I mean, yeah, like how many questions were there? What did you get if you got it right? I mean, <laughs> did he do like buzzer noises? Warmer. He kept getting warmer. Yeah, every time, every time he would, I would say something, he'd point to his nose. And I, I don't know what that meant. Like, does that mean that your nose, it, I should know what race you are based off your dumb nose? And it, it made no sense either because he was like a, uh, Italian and Spanish. So I don't get how his nose played in. And then. Oh, the, I was going to say, usually the uh, nose is Jewish, I thought. Well, I mean, it could be Middle Eastern. It could be uh, uh, Jewish. Yeah. Like, I mean, it could be. It, but was he really referencing the nose or was it more of like, was he, is that some sort of signal for the game that he was playing? Like, like you're getting pat, warmer. I tap my nose. That means you're on the right continent. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was, because po- he had like a, a longer nose. So then he's like, how, how old do you think I am? And honestly, I thought he was 50. So, you know, it's like when a girl asks you how old are they? You have to like say, you have to go way down because a lot of girls look way older than they are. And I remember a girl, she's like, how old do you think I am? I'm like, I don't know. And she honestly looked 40. I'm like 25. And then she's like, close, 24. Like, <laughs> you don't you don't know. When someone asks you how old they are, you have to really undercut it, right? Do you guys agree with that? Because Yeah, but oh, yeah. I think 24 is actually, 24, you can't go wrong with saying 24. 24 is will always be the best answer for but that. But she honestly looked 40, and that's why I said 25. Like, she looked old as fuck, like beaten down and everything else. <laughs> so this guy goes, how old do you think I am? And he looked like he was 50. So I'm like, 33. Because <laughs> he looked like, I mean, that's my age. I looked way but I mean, there's no way that he was 33 at all. And then he's like, really? And then he took his head off to, again to show me like his receding hairline. See, look, look. And he kept like pointing to his receding hairline. And then it turned out he was like 47 or 46 or something. And I'm like, oh, why yeah. Was, why was he, 
Why did he feel he had to engage you in this discussion? I don't know. It was weird. Wait, it gets weirder. It gets weirder. So, (laughs) (laughs) and honestly, he looked old as fuck. And and I I just said 33, so then he probably thought, like, now he looks good or something like that. He's like, yeah, everyone tells me I look good for my age. I look young. I'm like, yeah. Like, I thought you were in your 30s, which, of course, I was lying. So he was there to fix that hole in in the ceiling. So he kept going out there, and he's like, I have to wait for it to dry. And then he sat down, like, in, in, like, my dining room area. And then I'm like, well, I'm like, do you want to just... Because he had to sit there and wait. I thought he was going to leave and come back. And I'm like, oh, okay, what are you going to wait? He's like, oh, yeah, I have to. I'm like, all right, well, you want to sit down? And he's like, if you don't mind, I'm dirty. And then he sits in my chair. And like, I'm like, ugh. And then the whole time he's talking to me, like, hey, uh, you should really consider buying dinar, which is uh, Iraqi money that no is no longer... In circulation. Oh, now we know he's an idiot. Yeah, he's like, he goes, you could get a million dinar for $1,000. And he claims that in three months, one dinar is going to be worth $3.50. Yeah, that that scam ran its course eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. scam ran its course on the internet about eight years ago. Yeah, no, I know. And I'm like, well, how long have you had it? He's like, six years or something, seven years. I'm like, well, why is it the same price? And he's like, oh, he's like, we have a conference call this week. He's like, suppose him and all the people who own Dinar. (laughs) Dude, what the hell? So he's like, hey, man, he's like, he goes, do you trust me? Do you trust me? I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, No, I don't even know you. I don't trust you at all. He's like, just remember. He's like, just remember, Dinar. He's like, I own a million, uh, a million whatever they are, dinars. Yeah, and then he's still caulking um, <laughs> shower doors seven years later. <laughs> I mean, there hasn't been a windfall yet. So he was he was over for like two hours, and he wouldn't leave. And then, and then finally he left, and he's like, uh, he's like, why don't you and I, I'll give you my number, and then I could talk to you about dinar more. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then he writes his number down on like a, a sheet of paper for me. Jesus Christ. Then, then the next day, I'm at Jewel. I get a phone call from an unknown number. I'm like, hello. He's like, hello. Uh, I'm like, do you know who this is? I'm like, no. It's Lewis. How are you doing? Oh, man. He's going to kill you. I swear to God. I thought I was going to no, come. No, really? No, I know. I thought I was going to walk into my apartment. He was going to be laying in my bed or something. Like, once I, when I got that, there, I, I, haven't, I can't remember the last time I felt this level of being uncomfortable. Then when he called, you know, the last time I felt like this, we, and sorry, Sam, to bring it back again to back in the day when we were little kids, but I remember the teacher asked us to verify our home phone numbers and I wrote down every kid's number. And I remember that Sam, I used to prank call all the kids. Yeah. I wrote down every single kid's number. This kid, Michael wrote down my number and he called the house. He's like, and do you guys remember when you were little kids? If some kid would call your house, how uncomfortable you would feel. Oh, God, yeah. Like, if you didn't give him your number, you know what I'm talking about, Base? And then all of a sudden, he's on yeah. the line. Hey, hey. And then hey. you're like, hey. I'm like, so this is the conversation we had. Hey, Abe. Who, who is this? Who is this? It's Mike from school. <laughs> what, you, what you doing? What? How did you get my number? How did you get my number? <laughs> you're on the, like you're on, you feel like. You, uh. you, <laughs> so, anyways, that's how I felt when this Lewis guy called me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I was scared. I, I really thought he'd be laying naked in my bed when I came home. He's like, uh, how's, the, how's the, the shower door and how's the ceiling? Do you really think at midnight or whatever, 1130 at night is a proper time to ask me those questions? 
so Dude, I'm like, this is insane. I know. So I'm like, oh, it's it's fine. It's like the cable guy kind of, right? Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's like scary. And he's like, uh, oh, uh, so uh, what about the dinar? Do you decide on that yet? I'm like, oh, I'm like, I, and it was like 1130 at night. I'm like, oh, I'm at, I was at Jewel. Actually, you could probably hear like all this stuff in the back. I'm like, oh, I'm at work. I actually got to go. Oh, okay. Well, give me a call back about the dinar. He's like, your, uh, your landlord was asking me questions. Uh, you know, you know how Mexican people are. Ha 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 ha. Oh, they're always Is so, that what he said? Yeah, he's like, they're always so nosy. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing he said, too. When he was at my apartment, he said he used wow, to- Wow, the instant racism oh, comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when he was over here, too, he goes, oh, yeah, I used to be married to a Puerto Rican woman. Then he did, like, the insane sign with his finger. He's like, they're all crazy. Puerto Ricans are all crazy. So, like, he doesn't know what I am, and he insulted Mexicans. I, I mean, I'm not Mexican or Puerto Rican, but I could easily be either one. He just insults two races like that without even caring. Oh, yeah, they're crazy. Oh, yeah, but Mexican people are nosy. Like, you know, he probably has a, a thing about every race that he hates. But for some reason, I was cool to be his dinar buddy or whatever. So it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty creepy. I, you're right, Sam. I don't know how I get into a situation like that. What, um, what's the latest? I mean, was that the last time you guys talked? Yeah, I, th- I think he's I, – I had that same reaction like I did with that kid from grade school who called me like – Ah, ah! Like you know, you you could hear the fear in my voice. So maybe he decided to back off. Yeah, I don't think people like that back off. Though I think he's probably plotting his next move. He's thinking he's yeah. already he's already tapped your phone. Well, yeah, you know, right right now he's sitting on his um his pool couch. First of all, on a piece of paper and his phone, and he's thinking about calling you. He's been doing it for two or three hours. <laughs> it's like a guy, right? It's he's like a guy in the first six digits and hanging up. Yeah, it's like a guy who's who likes a girl, and she's like blowing him off, and he's just trying yeah. to figure out any way possible That's to, exactly to make right. contact with her. He knows that the, 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 the NAR's not working, so he's trying to think of his next uh, next plan. And then within, a, within a week, you're going to open up your house and are coming home from work and just see him in your house randomly going. I just wanted to check on the caulking job, make sure it was okay. Yeah, but I think in between there, I mean, well, that that could happen. I think also he may call and ask if he left the sweatshirt at your place. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, you may come home and find a dinar taped to your door. He'll be like, "This one's on the house." <laughs> That's what he told me. He said he told me he goes, "I will bring you. I'll bring you one dinar. I'll bring it over so you can have it." That's what he said. So you can check it out. <laughs> wow. Just a little taste. Yeah, here's a little taste. A little taste. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's drugs. There's a lot more where that came from. You, know the- <laughs> you like my dinar? Huh? <laughs> you want more? You know there's more where this came from. But the next one's not going to be free. The next one you're going to pay for. You know, I think, Ryan, we talked about this before. The The move that guys do where they'll send a text that says like, Oh, hey, Robert, I will be there at 730, but he's really sending it to a girl that he, like, kind of like the Dinar guy, like yeah. any any way to make contact. Yeah. I guarantee I'll get a text from him that says, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Fidesz, uh, what time are we meeting up to get that Dinar tonight? Oh, hey, is this Lewis? Oh, hey, who's this? Oh, Abe, I accidentally text you. Oh, by the way, what are you up to? That's the move. <laughs> they send a fucked up text that makes no sense, and it's so like, for for the I know a lot of women listen to this uh, this podcast. If you ever get a random text from a guy that makes no sense, that's well, like, like a, yeah, a mistaken text, like oh, you know, 
something that, that is intended for someone else. But but the fake mistaken texts are different than real mistaken texts. Well, like, why don't you guys have a similar name if you're Jan and he's Jan, you know, or Sam and Sam? Well, and, and a lot of times if you use someone's name in a text, like people don't do that. If I text Abe, I'm like, I'm not like, hey, Abe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But you know, you know what, what I mean? But but also, okay, so Sam has sent me, and Ryan also have sent me texts by mistake, only because, and Bass I think has done it too, only because I was in their last conversation. So like, right. Sam might be in three texting conversations with like me and Ryan and Bass, and he accidentally answers a question to me instead of Ryan. But for a girl that I haven't talked to in nine months... There's no way she would be in my my screen to accidentally send her a text. So it would be right. it would be virtually impossible to send her a text unless her name was like Rebecca and you were texting a guy named like Rebecca or something and you accidentally sent it to him, your friend who had the dinar Rebecca. And it, it would have to be the craziest circumstances. And when that happens, they go out of their way to make it just like you said, Ryan, when, when you're lying, you, there's a lot of extra details that you would never yeah. need. Hey, exactly. Ryan. Hey, Ryan Mano. This is Abe Cannon. Are we still? And then they always send something. <laughs> they always send something to try to sound cool. Hey, we, we still partying. We still rocking out with our cocks out tonight. Or like, yep. hey, bro, are we surfs up, bro? We still. That's something real cool. Hey, we still taking the bikes. We still taking the bikes out tonight for a long ride, Ryan. Hey, this is Abe. Are we still in for that? And then the girl will be like, "LOL, this isn't Ryan Mano. This is Darlene uh, Blake." Oh, Darlene Blake. Haha. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, I. You know that uh, I'm a wild man. I have to ride my. Then he starts a conversation with her. God, <laughs> something tells me you've done this. I don't do that. The girl did it to me, and, and <laughs> me and Ryan, we talked about it on the serious show. And Ryan had it done to him. Wasn't that what the conversation was, Ryan? Didn't someone God, I send don't, I don't I know it's happened I don't to me remember. before, and yeah, I know I mean, guys who do it. I think we've all experienced it on one end or another, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember specifically. But, <laughs> I mean, there, but that's the thing. There's... A lot of ways. That's just one of many ways to, you know, establish contact to creep in. And a, a mistaken text doesn't follow up with, "Well, how are you, anyways?" Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> what would be the odds of me mistakenly text? Why didn't I send the mistake text to some slob that I would want no contact with? Why is it always the cute girl that that I want to talk to? Why? Why would that just so happen that it worked out that way? Yeah. Well, it's like that time you texted that one hitman, and he, he wanted to break your fingers. Yeah, see, exactly. You called him a pussy or something. Yeah, that, that's a real mistaken text. When I accidentally, I'm calling Sam a pussy, and then I actually send it to the guy from Goodfell from a casino, Frank, uh, Frank Colada. The, the, the guy who that was based off in real life. I'm going to fucking grind your fingers in a meat grinder. Is that what he said when he called in? He's like, <laughs> I've never been more scared than when I sent that. I mean, I know he's just an old man now, but still, he's a former mob hitman. And I called him like a fucking pussy or something like that. And he didn't reply right away to the text. And I called him like three times. Oh, yeah. hey, uh, just so you know. Uh, haha, that, that, and it was... 
I called him a fucking pussy to answer a question he was texting me. So it's, I mean, it, there's no, how could, he, how could he have ever believed it? And I was really calling Sam that. Yeah, it wasn't like, like you were not talking, like you didn't talk to him, text him for 12 months. I mean, he literally asked you a question the same time you were texting with Sam. Yeah. Oh, you fucking <laughs> pussy. What? Oh! Oh, you motherfucker, you! I'll fucking kill you, you motherfucker! Oh, my God. But, yeah, that, that, that was true fear, and that was a true mistake. Not not when uh, you send Tansy a text about how you're a wild man with your motorcycle. Yeah, right. might get the big... Might, might take the bikes out to the lake this weekend, Robert. Are you still in, yeah. Robert? Yeah. Uh, um, by the way, Abe, um, I think you meant to send this to your friend Robert, LOL. <laughs> oh, Tansy! Oh, God damn it! Oh, shit! I w- Is my face red? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you send the embarrassed face to Moticon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, no! Yeah. No, the, the real mistaken text, you're right. They say, like, eat a dick. Or... <laughs> That's how you know it's it's not. That's a, that's a good sign. That's a real mistake. Um, and not hey, stir stuff, Robert. We're taking the bike out again. This is a cannon. Yeah, you probably don't acknowledge your and the person. Right. If you have this yeah. great relationship with Robert, you don't need to say his name and your name in the text. Yeah, because he sees who it is. Exactly. In the text window. Because they do that on purpose because the girl probably doesn't even have their number in their phone. <laughs> um, who, who, ha, 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 LOL. You, you obviously meant says your friend Robert, Abe. Oh, fuck. I wanted Robert to get that message and they don't reply to you for three hours. Oh, fuck. Robert must be wondering why I never text him back. <laughs> yeah, there is no Robert, moron. So yeah, so if you, if you get a random, if you get a random text that says something about, uh, hey, me and Brad are hitting the beach, you down? Shirt shirts off, nation. No God. shirt, nation, babe. <laughs> you guys ever notice that there, you'll never find an obese person who doesn't love America? Not to abruptly <laughs> switch topics. Every obese person loves America. Find me an obese person who doesn't have, like, an American flag jacket and, like, you know. (laughs) Think about it. Every obese person you know loves this country. Well, I mean. I'm uh, not saying it's a bad thing. It's just an observation. There's a distinction. I I think there's a separate, like, um, maybe, like, people, like, the fat guys who work on computers, like, programmers or designers, like, they're not. I know exactly what you mean, Abe, but there there is a like guys like a Chum minority Lee. Chum Lee and like you know Rick Harrison's son. You know right. they always like they probably have in their houses they have poems on the wall that end with the the words "These colors don't run" or something right. like that. Like you're saying, the heavier you are, the more patriotic you are. You'll, my, the observation is that you'll never see an obese man who doesn't love America, who's not hugely patriotic. I think Ryan's on to something, though. I mean, I've worked with some tech people who um, are pretty large and can really give two shits about where they're at. Yeah. So long as they can program in uh, C++. 
But I think though, that's just because they're soulless. I think that person in a thin body would still be the same sort of like yeah, indifferent, yeah. soulless prick. Right. I, I guess like that, I, people, he's just an asshole who happens to be fat. Yeah, I think, like, I think that's uh, what it is. I, 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 I should rephrase it then, that all fat assholes love America. <laughs> and not that they're assholes for loving America. It's just I've noticed that every huge guy that's obese, you'll always see them wearing uh, a Tommy Bahama shirt that has the American flag on it. Always. Or they have a, or they have a tattoo of the American flag. Yeah, or yeah, never forget on their arm or, you know, always wearing that red, white, and blue bandana. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with loving your country. I'm just, it's just an observation. It's a correlation that you've picked up on. Yeah, I understand that. These are the same guys. It. These are the same guys who wear uh, black jeans as dress pants. Like they, anytime they need to wear dress pants, they wear black jeans. Mm-hmm. That's the type of guy we're talking about. Were you beat up by a conservative this week? Is that what happened? Or? <laughs> beat up? Were you jumped by a fat conservative? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got into a little. And, and even another another uh, observation you had about. Uh, Fat guys are like the wasn't it like a calf tattoo or something? Isn't that- oh, they love it. Yeah, because they think because they're they're ca- a fat guy's calf looks huge, right? So they they're like, yeah, look at these calves, they're huge. As you can see, I've been working. No, it's because when you when you carry around that load all day, of course you're going to have built, and they're not even really built up. That's from all the the swelling and shit like that. <laughs> swelling, <laughs> yeah, it's edema. Yeah, like I, I know, <laughs> I know a guy who posts pictures on Facebook of his calves, and he's just real fat. Like his profile picture is his calf, and like, and like <laughs> just some shitty, ta- yeah. like a, a tattoo of a tornado around his calf or something, like <laughs> sucking shit up <laughs> off his ankle or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'll tell you this: um, that's the move, though, for a guy like him who. Uh, from that tattoo up has nothing going on. It's the same way, uh, you know, uh, maybe like a chick who's a four or a five accentuates her boobs. She has right. big boobs. You're right. And it's that's a- what she's got. That's her, that's her, that's all she's got. Dude. That's her arsenal from front to back, top to bottom is her boobs. And you're right. Like and a, so four, show them. a four. And I appreciate that. A four who has humongous boobs their whole outfit is is taking the eye to those boobs. They don't want you to see the mouth. They don't want you to see the acne. They don't want you to see anything else. The gut, the flat pancake ass. They don't want you to see the chicken legs. But they want you to see <laughs> those balloons. And that's uh, and, and you're right, Ryan. That, that is a good point because those huge guys are always wearing shorts. Always. Oh, man, I, I don't yeah. know if it's just because they're always hot. But I don't think that's the reason. I think the real reason well, no, is because that- in the winter that you know if they were always hot, why are the, why do they have the parka on and the skull cap? <laughs> that's true. And shorts, like they'll wear right. a parka, skull cap, and shorts. Yeah, check out these calves. Yeah, I've been working. Yeah, as you as you can see, hey pussy, why don't you work legs like me once in a while? <laughs> You're not working. You you walking. You living life isn't you working legs. It's you. It's you having to walk around with that load. That's why you have those calves. It's not because you, you're at the gym. Yeah, bro, put 12 plates on. Let me rack it. Let me rack these 12 plates, four sets. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. You're not doing that. You're literally getting up, walking to the shower, and standing there, and, and your body just can't contain that weight, and it's about to explode, so it has to build up muscle in that area. 
Right. Any calf growth is incidental. Yeah. No. Like it, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, it's collateral damage. It's part of you know. It just comes with, with being that that big. We're not commending you on your work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. It just so happens that you end up with yeah. those calves when you're carrying around right. all that weight. You yeah. don't do anything to earn those. Right. You just it just so happened that that happened. It's like uh what what what's like something that that or like cheese, right? Isn't like old milk turn into cheese or something? <laughs> or something like that. Like it just oh, man. I mean, you could leave, leave a gallon of milk out and then it, once it curdles, then yeah, now you, you have, have 16 che- slices of Velveeta. When it yeah, so it's like, it's not like you didn't, it just. Yeah, but you don't deserve credit for that. Like, hey, you see what I did to this milk? Exactly. You didn't do anything. You just put it out and it did what it does. It curdled. It turned into cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, fat guy's calves are like curdled milk. That's what we found out today. <laughs> that was the bottom line of this whole thing. But it is weird to take credit for something like that. And, and I, I guess you have to – it's kind of, you know, like Robin Williams committed suicide this week. And I, I guess if, if, you're, if, if you're depressed and if your calves could keep you happy, I guess do it, right? Because, you know, depression is a, it's a true <laughs> sickness, right? That was the most yeah. unique take on the Robin Williams story, I'm certain, of the week. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> it, 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 whatever it takes – if you, I mean, I'm sure most people who are severely overweight are depressed. If you just spent 15 minutes ripping the shit out of that guy, and then you said whatever it takes, if it's going to keep you from suicide, <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying those calves. I'm just saying if that if your calves are the place that brings you well, happiness. Let me, let me tell you this: if your calves bring you the most happiness, you're really just like one shred away from suicide. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you know, it's hard. It's. I mean, if your calves bring you the only happiness that you get in the day or the week. <laughs> You need to really start looking at your life and talking to somebody because those calves won't last forever. That's but, true. Sam, the difference, I think, with this thing and most of what Abe says, I didn't hear him say, don't do that, or, like, you're an asshole for doing that. It was more like, it makes sense that you do that. You know, a lot of times Abe will uh, come down hard on the guy whose profile picture is his calf, but <laughs> I think across the board here he was pretty, like, I don't know, pretty level on this one. Yeah. I'm, it was I'm, more observational than like, hey, fuck stick, don't be the guy with <laughs> 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 Fuck you all know, you we calf What guy. we learned today is that um, fat men's calves are curdling cheese. Yeah. Curdled milk, which turned into cheese. It just, it, just, it just so happened that yeah. that happened. Like, aren't, aren't there some things that happen in, in, in the world or, like, uh, in the environment that just happen circumstantially? Like, many things. Yeah. Like, like if, it, if yeah. it rains so many days in a row, then this happens. Or You can't take credit for that. That's my point, is that right. the, the calves are not something to take credit for. And then, That doesn't mean, though, I, you know, that does not mean that you still can't, like, be proud of them, I guess. If that's your thing, if that's what's keeping you from swallowing the bullet. And yes, congratulations, your calves are awesome. <laughs> and like Sam said, the the girl, uh, you know, the girl with the huge boobs. It's your, I mean, sure, you have huge boobs, but they're definitely bigger because of the other stuff you got going on. Oh, I said that? Or someone did, maybe Ryan or Bass. <laughs> yeah, you said that. 
<laughs> well, but hold on, hold on. That is true. If you really think about it, unless you have fake boobs, that's true for all boobs. You you did nothing. You didn't. Do, your boobs aren't. You're not a 36 double D. Well, that goes for a penis too, then, right? Based on that, Ryan, then you can't take credit for a, a nice stick. Right. That's why you've never heard me walking around being like, "Yep, it's awesome." But you just did right now. I said, <laughs> "No." That's why I said you've never heard me say. I mean. Guys who brag about their dick. Check this I, dick out, ladies. I mean, what do what do you expect? Like, oh wow, you must have really been stretching your dick. It's long. It's huge. <laughs> uh, how much? How much work did you put in? I mean, it's, imagine if, imagine if guys spent that much like like women like Abe was talking about women who wear outfits to accentuate the boobs to give men more outfits to accentuate the penis. <laughs> Ah, uh, those are my those are my dick jeans. <laughs> like they have like a like an insert so you can kind of see yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah you slide right. it in. Like, like dick a, cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> when you would go to the store, like the you know a guy would help you be like find the best fit for your dick. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a molded cup. Yeah. yeah, it's like a sock in your jeans that you slide like you in. Stand, <laughs> you you like stand in the fly, you can just see like a little bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just the shaft is all you can just see. Just a little bit. Wait, 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 guys, that, that's our new brilliant idea. Why don't we start shaft cleavage? <laughs> no one has ever done this no, before. That's actually a good idea. I guarantee you, I swear to you, if we started shaft cleavage... If, 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 if like Kanye West or someone decided that, or, or one of those fashion shows, if all these guys were walking around with with shaft cleavage, I guarantee it would be huge. <laughs> but if we did it, it wouldn't be big. We sh- we we should try to work with someone and do this. Shaft. Although cleavage. if you were to, if you were to walk past somebody and see that, wouldn't you be like that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen? Maybe a girl would like it though. Just like it, it, people talk shit to but that, girls. But ever- well, then it'd be all these dudes in high school. It'd be, it'd be nasty. No, hold on, base. Every you're right, but the thing is, we're, right here, we're on the cusp of this. This is the very beginning. At some point, someone was like, "Hey, let's tight roll our jeans." Someone had to be the first one to do it. Someone had to take the scrutiny of being like, "You know, did you see uh, Keith's jeans? Yeah, what a loser!" But it was like that's the price he paid for starting the trend of tight rolling. So, like, yeah, we're going to get some flack initially for being the first ones with dick cleavage, but at the end of the day, when 2015 is the year of dick cleavage, yeah, but there's a fine difference of tight roll jeans and showing someone's shaft of their dick. But we're not showing. See, but wait, hang, on, hang on, base. Hang on, base. It's accepted to pretty much show your entire breast except the nipple, right? That's pretty much what we've accepted. Girls have under cleavage, side cleavage, <laughs> top cleavage. So we've decided that the only part of the dick that's sacred is the head. So right. we we've the, the the dick head is equivalent to the nipple, and yep. we've decided. And just like women could walk around in a, in a, a thong. And, well, I guess they are covering yeah. everything, and that's except. Or you'll, you'll even have like a penis bra, like something that'll keep it in place, so you know. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not gonna like. Show, it, yeah, it'll be like a, exactly like a if you shift during the day, or if yeah. you know if if it you know you go you're hard for whatever reason. <laughs> wait, wait, hang, on, hang, on. Thought, hang on, I don't I want it. it to move. I got it. <laughs> These extra support. No, wait, I got it. We do something where the penis is on the outside of the jeans. Interesting. 
So in other words, there's there's a hole in your jeans where you stick your penis in the hole. So the head goes back into fabric. So yeah, it's just no, 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 the whole the whole thing is covered. It's pretty much like you're sticking your penis through the fly, but uh, there's there, but there's fabric yeah. there. That, so it's basically it basically looks like when the Red Hot Chili Peppers perform with the sock on, I only see. that's hanging through your jeans. So the whole right. penis is covered, but just like the breasts <laughs> and the ass, you get to see an outline of what you're working with. I think that's the way yeah. to go. Yeah. Because exposing any part of the penis probably isn't going to work now thinking about it. Just because, you know, that's disgusting. Well, you disgusting. know what, though, like what Ryan said, or I think he alluded to, like, once people, at first it seemed shocking, but people will eventually normalize on it and it'll be fine. But yeah, I, I, like the, the first guy to do it at the Oscars or the Grammys, and then the, <laughs> when you know, Joan Rivers on the Fashion Police is talking to Kelly Osborne, like, oh, I just loved his shaft cleavage. Then it's mainstream, it's accepted, and we can finally right. be comfortable very, very with it. Very tasteful shaft cleavage. I mean, what, yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you guys ever taken, have you guys ever been camping or out <laughs> at some house party and you take a piss when it's like nice and breezy out? Yeah. There's no better feeling than having the penis laid out nicely and just to feel that breeze. So why why can't we just walk around like laid that? Out nicely. Yeah, I mean, who cares at this point? Why, why 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 don't we just walk around with with either the the shaft penis or the penis? What would you call it? The penis, like Samson, the penis bra, but so I mean, the the glove, I guess you would call it the glove or the hat. We should we, we should just call them the hats. The hats. It's the hat. Well, the hat would get confusing because a lot of people who aren't on board with this would ask for a hat and get that. You know? <laughs> maybe <laughs> Sam's right. Sam, Sam's had a lot of good ideas today. Sam, maybe the holster is... The, and Sam actually came up with... They've maybe had, that's what it should be, the holster. It, guys, what, honestly, it's got to be something that doesn't... It has to be a word or... And we don't have to come up with it now, but it's got... It can't be confused. Because, again, a guy in Texas might walk into, might be on vacation in Chicago, walk into uh, Walmart and ask for a holster here in Chicago, where it's a little more liberal, and the guys take him to the dick section, the dick <laughs> section, and the guy from Texas is talking about an actual gun holster. I mean, we can't, we can't confuse this. Guys, if this was a think tank, Sam would get the four stars today. Because Sam, Sam, all of my ideas today came from something Sam said. Yeah. And this is what a great think tank should sound like, fellas. Well, this is, this is a think tank because the world's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> this is what a think tank should sound like. Sam mentioned something about uh, a, a bra or something, and now we're, we have two different versions of, of, of outerwear for the penis. And can, you imagine, can you imagine the government funded a think tank and they were trying to think of ways to cure AIDS and cancer? They go, did you guys think of anything? Like, well, we figured out a way to have shaft cleavage for people's dicks. <laughs> See, the you problem- spent three months in a think tank and all you came out was a dick? See, the main problem with the penis, though, is that unlike, like, boobs are always in the same position. A penis could be limp or hard. So th- that's the problem because... No, well, that's what Sam suggested is that the there's a, there's a special whatever it is. Like, there is something in place to where you know right. that no matter what, no matter what state you're in or position you've shifted to, exactly. all you're going to see. Like, it is held in place. The penis even if you're soft. Whatever is holding yep. it will move with the penis. Exactly. Yep. So, no matter what, you, and you, and it, gives, it gives you confidence, too. It's not, you don't have to go, like, get up from your desk and go, I'm going to go to the water cooler and then halfway there think, uh oh, 
like what's it like right now? You know, you know at all times yeah. you can walk with confidence that all you're showing is shaft. Now, Just a little bit. Now, do you show root to shaft, or do you show like shaft to? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it no, mid shaft? I don't think so. I think you know. I think it's just a tasteful, <laughs> yeah, it's like a tasteful it's, display, a preview. It is, it's maybe a half inch of shaft, like maybe. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, it could be less than a half inch. All, all you, all that matters is that there's a break in fabric, and you see some sort of of lighter, or you know, if you're black guy, whatever. If you, you just you see skin. Uh, even just a little bit. That's all it takes. But don't you think guys are going to start pushing the envelope like girls? No, like- but this is, you got to start. You got to start with a slight. <laughs> uh, we have to start with a more modest version of what I'm sure will eventually become just guys' dicks hanging out of their pants. <laughs> <laughs> what if we were responsible for guys walking around with their dicks hanging out? We could have started <laughs> that today. What's today's date? Today's what? The August fourteenth. August 14th, 2014, could be the day you know, where the movement to have the dick hanging out was put into motion. Let me, let me throw this at you. All it takes, all this really takes to get this trend started is, like, if, if you know, let's say I mocked up a few, it looked like a GQ magazine or something, like a few fake, slick-looking ads for a new fall line with a little dick cleavage, and then we put it on Instagram, we're like, wow, this is interesting. You know, this is a good look. And we maybe, we recruit all of the people we know that would find this amusing, say, hey, put this, send this out and say, you're definitely getting these pants. You can't wait to get these pants. Like, you're, if, just get a bunch of people to say it's awesome. Yeah. And then, it doesn't matter if you get sued because by then it, it's already viral. You yeah, know I'll he, tell you this. LeBron the minute, James might sue you, but you know what? You just sold 50,000 pairs of the pants. You're right. The you're minute right. the minute we get this thing viral, it's going to be out like that That piece of shit Nancy Grace is going to be all over it. Do you believe that they got shit? What are they calling it? Mark Marcy? Shaft cleavage? You believe it? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me get this well, straight. That's a, well, that's, have, a great, well, that's a great free publicity. No, you're right. Of course. We have, we have the four the four morons who started this. Uh, let me go to you first, Abe. Tell me about, you're telling me that your wee-wee's going to be hanging out. You believe this? <laughs> then she's showing pictures of it. Like, what a piece of shit she is. You know what I mean? She would be showing yeah. all the pictures of, of, the, of the, what would we even call it? What a great idea, Sam. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sam will be known as the man with the masterminds coming up. It's like it's like well, a, people, I'll, I'll go down to history as the um, the Wonder Boss uh, twins, the, like the, in the originator of the most vile thing in pop culture ever. <laughs> and but Sam, before t- before this, before tonight, you would have gone down as the Weird Al box set guy. Exactly. Right? You said you so, wanted to move on, Sam. I finally gotten past it. Sam, you want it you want you want it to evolve. This is called evolution. Yeah. Now we're at Be careful what you wish for, Sam. <laughs> Sam 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 started out by saying he doesn't want to be known as the weird L guy. Now he's known as the penis cleavage guy. <laughs> no one you know what, right now, let's make the statement. August 14, 2014, Abraham Cannon, Ryan Mano, Sam Cannon, Daniel Levy, we we own this idea. So if anyone steals this idea, we well, will that's, sue your ass. That is. Well, we're saying I'm saying it right now because we we are the first people to come yep. up with this idea. If anyone steals this, you will be sued, and and it's on record right now. I'll tell you right now the time the time we're recording this at eleven eleven p.m. Central Time in Chicago. Anyone steals the penis cleavage, you're answering the base. And, and there are ways. Yeah, you know, right. If someone says, "Hey, I've had this idea for a long time," 
fine, then produce the the documents that that have a timestamp on them or a day or the date, and exactly. that's fine. And, or or, or we'll, place, place your podcast. Yeah, then we'll stand <laughs> down. But otherwise, I, I mean, it, clearly this is our this is our thing. Did, did we decide though? Is it going to be? Do we decide that we want the pe- the full penis on the outside of the pants? That's the only way to do it. And then have a slit in the penis for the cleavage, right? Yeah, I, I feel like that might be something we'll have to work out in, in the design room. Uh, we'll probably have to test some prototypes, too. I mean, we can talk about it all day, but if you don't find them practical for everyday use, it's not going to matter. I mean, there's definitely going to be some... Testing, I think. Here, here, here's what I'm thinking, guys. You know how the okay, so in a bra, the breasts go down, and then there's the the piece at the bottom where it's kind of like you're you're it's kind of like you're filling a tube, but you can't see the bottom of the tube. So I think the penis, the whole head, needs to be in an area where you can't see the outline of the head. Do you guys well, you're, agree? You're, with you're that? giving the you're giving the imitators more ideas than they need. I think we should leave it where it's at and see where it goes. We yeah, own, let's, we just into the, let's into the basic prototype and see no, where it no, goes but, from but there. See, I, I don't think you could just have the whole penis hanging like a sock. I think the <laughs> penis needs to be, the half the penis needs to be All right. away somewhere, and then you only see the top clip. All right. What if you yeah. do it on a day where it's like really, really cold outside, and then it's just a, just a flap hanging? Well, we'll figure that out, like Sam said. It'll be in the design. Uh, wait, wait, always. <laughs> like you said, Ryan, it's all about confidence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there are there are ways to to deal with that. I mean, then that could be another line. You know, the cold weather. You know, there there are money making opportunities here. Okay. Sounds like Bass and Sam aren't in this like you and I are, right? Maybe you and I. No, I, I like it. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to work out the cakes, if you will, as they say. Yeah, they'll they'll like it once we start producing those checks, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Can we go on Shark Tank with this and, and just have them be disgusted by it? And then the minute we air on Shark Tank, our website's going to explode? I don't know that that's how it works, but... It, I, that yeah. is how it works. A, a lot of people go on Shark Tank. I understand. It, the website might explode to show people how fucking retarded it is. It doesn't translate to instant business. <laughs> Because you know on Shark Tank they're gonna have it they're gonna have it blurred out you know for a yeah. fact that's gonna happen. So why don't we do this then? We'll make a deal with like Jimmy Johns or someone and have them sponsor our website. We'll be like, hey, why do they want a part of it? Well, whoever. Yeah, I no, Abe, 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 you're see. We okay, might have to okay. cut you out of this here. Cut me out. Out. What am I, the Wonder Voss twins? Of all you, of all you pick, you pick a, you pick a, you pick a sub company. No. Whatever. <laughs> That's perfect. Coincidentally, right? the one that you love. I see where your motives are here, Abe. You want, uh, you want sponsorship from Jimmy John. Whoever although is. the name of the gene, although to call the gene the Jimmy John is pretty funny. Who, base, whoever it is, we tell them, hey, on September. Base, that was actually a really good idea. What? I know. He didn't call the whole thing the Jimmy John. <laughs> the Jimmy John. Eh. But see, I don't want to get sued by Jimmy John's. Oh, they're going to be our partner. They're going to be our main sponsor. <laughs> now they're going to sue us. Are we, are we, you, you're, you're a little, the design part we may leave up to you, but the business savvy, you don't understand that a partner can't sue you. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to figure this one out. No, but guys, I don't care who it is. Let, let's say let's say it's let's say it's Ashley Madison or Porta Potty or whatever the fuck it is. We tell them, hey, we're going to be on Shark Tank September thirteenth. 
at 8.35 p.m., our website's going to have 10 million people checking it out. Do you want to be the sponsor on that website? 10 so, million. Whatever. 3 million. <laughs> 10 million. Five, however many people check out our website that day, do you want to be on the website, and do you want do you want to be the title sponsor? But, but, so, Abe, but hold on. Again, you can't do that because that impression the people have of your product may be terrible. If, like, Bill O'Reilly's like, look at this jihadi website, they're going to get the same <laughs> amount of hits. It doesn't mean Ashley Madison wants a banner ad. It's like your perception of it. You know what I'm saying? If, it, if it's, oh, this is a nice product, you know, something that makes you feel good, yeah, then, then put, us, put our company on there. Well, then but, we work, like, we, companies we, aren't signing up just for the, the, the sheer volume. Then we work with scumbags. It doesn't translate to business. Well, then we work with scumbags. Like, just the biggest piece See, of this shit. this is fucked up. You're out. You're out. We work with scumbags. This is my fucking company. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm out. You're like, Donald, you're like the Donald Sterling of the company. <laughs> <laughs> he had Alzheimer's. He had to be removed. Let's deal with only scumbags. We sold the company to Steve Ballmer for $2 billion. Wait, right. right. Are, are, we, are we in the penis cleavage business for money or because we love the product? We're in it for money, right? So let's make as much money as we can. If it was something I loved, you know, if, if it was something I, I, I was passionate about, like uh, some of my other TV show ideas and other things, then I, I wouldn't want to do it this way. But this is a money – I'll admit up front, this is a money grab for us. Right? I think I'm in it for the love of the product. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, the whole time here I'm thinking – Oh, then we'll do a nice like evening wear line. Like I'm, I'm taking it in the in for the love of the product, and Abe's thinking about how to quick cash in on yeah, the how to sell, how to sell it. So you're yeah. thinking about this line as a high end fashion accessory. Abe, yes, you can. That, yes, at some point you have to. I mean, if we come out swinging low brow, like here. Asshole, alpha male, dickhead, <laughs> fucking show your dick, to everyone. Yeah, no, then we're fucked. <laughs> you, hey, that's how you go mainstream. You go high end, you create desire amongst the masses, then you slowly yes. bring it down to their level. That's what happened with you, Starbucks. You make it unattainable. Exactly. You make it like something <laughs> in demand. Like a lim- There's a reason that limited edition posters or CDs or something sells out. I mean, there's a reason that the frenzy exists. You can't get it. There's a reason that every year at Christmas there's a toy that sells out. Teddy Ruxpin can't find it. Furby can't find it. It's because there's the impression that it's limited. We've so, got to get it. So we need, like, David yeah, but, 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 to do a photo but shoot. But Abel only sees infomercial snuggy with this. He doesn't see, actually, limited no, time No, 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 no. Right. I, I, Ryan, I am seeing the vision now. You're right. Because what, we do need to take it to, to the, the top of the top. And then the minute that, like, you know, uh, 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 Pharrell Williams is walking around with dick cleavage, then all of a sudden, it, it's big. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Then we, w- then, then... We want the traffic at the website because we know we're not leaving it up to Mark Cuban and uh, that whole panel on Shark Tank to be like, <laughs> you're fucking crazy. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Pharrell you're right, comes right. out at GMAs with shaft cleavage. Yeah, now we're talking. You're right. Instead yeah. of getting shock traffic, now we're getting yeah. in- intrigue traffic, which is yep. much better traffic. Yep. And then, like you said, we eventually get it into Walmart. Yeah, no. At, at the end of the day, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna trickle down to the to the fucking plebeians, plebeians, <laughs> every man. We'll make it accessible to Joe Sixpack, but <laughs> for now, it's not a conversation he needs to be having. <laughs> <laughs>
we saw Chris Brown walking around with a new thing called shaft cleavage. And uh, he it's thanks to these four young men from Chicago. Let's go live. Uh, Ryan Mano, <laughs> Sam and Abe Ken and their brothers and Dan Levy. Hi, boys. Yeah, yeah uh, Chris Brown's not really the kind of guy we want wearing this, but uh, hey, any press is good press. <laughs> we would honestly be the world's four biggest dirt balls. <laughs> no, honestly, Larry, Larry Flint would have would have just been yeah. prepared. No, what? no, what? What operation would throw it to the four guys who invented this? That's like bringing on the guy who invented the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, you're going to get, like, oh, yeah, that'll be good. We can trust them to give us good content. <laughs> shouldn't we it'll hire, be a real feel-good story. Shouldn't we hire an Andy Warhol type, though, to be the face of our company? Just because if you have a guy like that that's some weirdo that, to, to be the face of the company who takes it real serious, then the product will be taken seriously. When you when you throw it to us eating a uh, 50 Some Andy Warhol type, I love that. A 50-pack of Hooters wings, you know? Like, we're, you, you can't take us serious as fashion uh, designers. But if you have just right. some fake, some limp, frail guy as the face of the company yeah. with that Marilyn Manson haircut, yeah. that, that shaved side with... Yeah, like, like a, a the, mix between Mark Jacobs and John Waters. Yeah. And, like, uh, we say that for whatever reason, like, Helena Bonham Carter is also, a, a, an, like, a she's an ambassador for the product. You have to put weirdos on it to make it, to get this initial, in, like, into the market. Yeah, like Billy Bob Thornton is there for no reason. David, David Byrne's yeah. wearing one. Yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, get, we gave the, the first pair to Sean Penn, and he really liked them. Uh, <laughs> right. But, see, and Abe, I'm glad you saw the light here, because before you were ready to put Larry the Cable Guy in them. And, like, uh, who's that fat comedian? That Ralphie May. Yeah. You know, and you were just like, you were low-hanging fruit here. Now you're on. Okay. Why would we ever do a penis product with Ralphie May as the, as the guy representing it? Because <laughs> you have his number. I don't know. That's like how you were thinking. It was dangerous, the way you were thinking. Ralphie I can text Ralphie May. Y'all, what's up, y'all? This is Ralphie May, and y'all, have y'all got penis cleavage? I do. <laughs> how do you even find, how would you even fish out his penis? Like, it would be like, it would be a lot of work to fish that thing out of there. To display yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. God, now, his calves, though, he does have nice calves. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful cat with an American flag tattoo. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll wrap it up on that. But I, I just want to make a statement one last time that this is our idea. So if any, if we ever see, and I, I'm serious, guys, I am going to sue the shit out of anyone who tries to do this. Because God knows. Like, hold on. Nothing like leaving a show with a threat. <laughs> you, you motherfuckers, you. If you ever, if you ever fucking steal my idea, you're going to be fucking dead. You've been warned. Don't nick. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We'll be back again next week. Yeah, make sure to uh, make sure to subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious that Abe thinks anyone with the means to produce this is listening. No, no one who's in that world is fucking listening to this. <laughs> 
You don't think we have any like high highfalutin uh, fashion guys listening? No, I absolutely don't. I don't think anyone listening to this could produce one uh, pair of those. Uh, like, uh, okay, so this is the painless clay bed, Jairo. Hey guys, uh, 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 it's, it's a new, it's a whole new look in the whole new collection. Here's our first model. Here's a uh, brisk O'Neill. Hey, look at his body, frail and limp. <laughs> Would you guys wear the product before we go? No, I would of never wear it. Of course you would. <laughs> we have to, right? I know you would. You'd at least embrace it with me. Of course I would. God, I would yeah, you have to wear it, man. If it's our product, yeah, Sam. What? Oh, we can't see you the top have of your. To wear your product. We can't That's see the. True. We can't see the top of your shaft. Like it's that big of a deal. <laughs> God, so uptight, right, guys? My lord. <laughs> all right, we'll wrap it up right there. Uh we're all on Twitter. You can find it all on abecannon.com, at abecannon, at baseonair, at sam underscore cannon, at ryan mano. Is that correct, gentlemen? That is correct. That's it. All right. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you guys next yeah. time. We out. Peace. Later.